0: Recruiting in football news with Tyler McComas and Parker Thune. You better lock it up. You
1: better lock it up. You lock it up. You lock, it up. lock it up. Lock
0: it up. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Text the show on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Do it! Just do it! Now with Locked In. Here's Tyler McComas and Parker Thune.
1: Well, what's the only thing better than having an elite player at wide receiver with the first name Zion? How about two (laughs) elite wide receivers in the same recruiting class with the first name Zion, huh? How about it? Zion Raggins, an hour ago, officially uh, commits to OU the four-star out of Gray, Georgia. And hey, we teased it yesterday, Parker, saying the 24 class over the past two and a half weeks has been a lot of fun, but this could be the single best recruiting week so far in the 24 class for OU. We're one for one here. So far, so good on that take.
2: And I would say, by virtue of Zion squared, this has got to be the holiest recruiting class in modern history, (laughs) wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, which, you know, if... uh, God's on OU side, okay? That's what we have here for the uh, 24 class and beyond, you know? That's only going to uh, result in a national championship here. No, th- this is, um, joking aside, th- this is a good get. You know, it's he's listed at five nine one fifty, 150, I believe, on 24-7. But the edits that dropped today says five seven one fifty three. 153. So, I mean, the-, the name of the game here is speed for him. And we'll get to some of the things that he's accomplished with that speed but i'm guessing 57153 is a lot closer than the 59150
2: i i mean I'll, I'll be honest with you i've stood next to the kid 57 is probably more accurate than 59 yeah he's not a, he's not a very big dude but again like you go back to the fact that lincoln riley and dennis simmons offered this dude Before the conclusion of his sophomore year of high school, his recruitment predates the arrival of the new Oklahoma staff. At that size, you really got to be a special playmaker if you want to get an offer like Oklahoma that early on in the process. So despite the size or lack thereof, Raggins is a guy that brings lightning. Man, and he's going to be a fun player in this offense if the Sooners find a variety of ways to get the ball in his hands.
1: What, uh, he won the 5A Georgia 100 meter as a freshman and a sophomore. Um, so it's not just like he's fast on the football field and track. He's shown that as well. With a talent-rich state such as the state of Georgia. Like, Georgia is... They got a lot of talent baseball wise. We know they have a lot of talent football wise as well. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of athletes out in the state of Georgia. So if he's won the 5A Georgia 100 meter as a freshman and a sophomore, that kind of tells you everything that you need to know. And if you go and watch the highlights, yeah, he's very fast in pads as well. You know what you're getting here.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, I, I, I and. Let's, let's just rewind for a second before we go any further on Raggins, Tyler. Cause I wanna, I wanna make sure people understand the gravity and the significance of something that you just mentioned there, which is that Zion Raggins won a state championship in the 100 meter dash in the state of Georgia as a freshman. The state of Georgia is not littered with scrubs, Tyler. Like you win a, you win a 100 meter dash in the state of Montana. As a freshman. It's like, okay, well, I mean, you might end up running D2 track somewhere. No, you win a state championship in the state of Georgia as a freshman. That's pretty unheard of.
1: Yeah, freshman and sophomore as well. At the 5A level, too, in the state of Georgia. Now, um, it's pretty obvious here what you're getting. And Emmett Jones, man, um, he continues to knock it out of the park. His first recruiting cycle at OU, does he not? Um, This is wide receiver commit number five, and... OU's wide receiver class is going to rival um, any other in college football I think what Am has a really good wide receiver class in 2024 but you're going to be able to stack up OU's wide receiver class against anybody in the country in 2024. it's I, I think it'll I think it'll finish a top three definitely top five maybe even a top three wide receiver class this cycle it's really good
2: I love this class and it, what, what I love about this class at wideout, Tyler is that, and we kind of talked about this yesterday the juxtaposition of speed and size. Speed and Zion Raggins and KJ Daniels, two of the absolute fastest wideouts in the nation in this cycle. And then Dozie a at six foot three, Zion Kearney at six foot three, Ivan Carrion at six foot six. There is no area in which Oklahoma is deficient physically when you look at the composition of this wide receiver class.
1: Yeah, accurate. Okay, so you mentioned that the previous staff actually gave Zion Raggins his initial offer. Now, it felt like a month ago, maybe a little over a month ago, things really turned in OU's favor. Florida State was in there. Georgia was in there. He had an impressive offer list. But why did this seemingly change so quickly towards OU? Because it felt like, once it did change, all the momentum was to OU side, and that never that 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 never flipped uh, after after things really flipped there with Emmett Jones.
2: Well, I, I think to be honest with you, Tyler, maybe it's not the answer that people want to hear, but I think you can point to the Bryant Wesco recruitment as kind of the juncture at which Oklahoma began to shift their plans in recruiting wide receivers because they had K.J. Daniels at that point uh, committed. They'd long had Zion Kearney committed, and Wesco was going to be number 3, and as long as they closed him out, that was kind of going to be where they left it. But Wesco ends up picking Clemson, and so at that point, Oklahoma went hard after Raggins. They offered Ivan carry on. They got Dozie as a of camp and figured, you know what, this guy can play here too. And so, look, Wesco's a five-star wide receiver, right? You're not going to find a direct uh, man-for-man replacement for a guy like that. But what you can do is, in losing a player like that, a guy that so many figure, you know, he was going to be, it was going to be a layup for Oklahoma, that recruitment. Well, he goes to Clemson, has, has the outstanding visit. It's a wrap. He's a Clemson Tiger. What you do at that point is you start to reevaluate the numbers, start to reevaluate some of your priorities and figure, okay, we wanted to bring in a guy like Wesco, who was the complete package at wide receiver. I, I, I almost think about it in Moneyball terms, right? Do you, You've watched Moneyball, right?
1: Uh, don't, I don't. I just hope nobody is Jeremy Giambi in this uh, comparison here. But yes, I no long, no no nobody is nobody
2: is Jeremy Giambi. But like kind of where I'm going with this is you remember when Billy Bean's sitting there, Brad Pitt's sitting there at the table with all his scouts, and he's going, "Look, we can't replace Jason Giambi, but what we can do is recreate him." The like kind of the parallel I'm drawing here is Bryant Wesco was Jason Giambi. Bryant Wesco was one of the true heavy hitters in this class at the wide receiver position. And so you couldn't go further down your board and find another Bryant Wesco. But what you could do is evaluate some of the targets that uh, maybe you'd slowed things down with or maybe hadn't moved on, i.e. carry on and as a comma, because you were pretty confident at that point you were getting Wesco. You start to reevaluate your board, start to take a more in-depth look at some of those kids, get them to camp so you can see them with your own two eyes, and figure, okay, if if we didn't get Wesco, if we can't have him in this cycle, let's try to take all of the traits that make him special and let's try to cobble together a class... That features all of those traits, even if not in a single individual.
1: He gets on base, just like they say. Uh, and <laughs> so, so what you're saying is, Raggins is Scott Hatterberg, and like Hatterberg, uh, Raggins is going to have a big score at the end of the game for a record-setting win. That's that's. Oh gosh, that
2: was that was Chris Pratt before Chris Pratt was Chris Pratt. <laughs>
1: yeah. But yes, uh, if
2: you if you prefer Zion Raggins can be your Scott Hatterberg <laughs> in this metaphor.
1: Uh, okay, here's a few uh, quotes from uh, Zion Raggins on the uh, commitment quote just the environment and coaches surrounding the place. This is on what separated OU, uh, just the atmosphere and stuff like that. He also says uh, just the way they said they'll be able to use me and stuff like that, it's going to be an explosive offense. And then he ends it with, there's nothing better than Norman. And when you have a guy that is small in stature like we've talked about, he definitely going to be one of the smallest players in this 2024 class. But when he possesses the type of speed that he has, you know that they are going to get very creative in using him. It's not going to be a ton of one-on-one jump balls down the field, but can they get him behind the defense with speed? Yes. And like you've seen and like the text line is pointing out, like they do um, at his high school there in Gray, Georgia, they're going to get him the ball in open space and say, go make a play. So I I think that those are just a couple of things, obviously, that they're going to use once Raggins gets on campus yeah, he's a
2: gadget player and we kind of made the uh, the Dylan Edwards comparison yesterday. Obviously, several have made the Hollywood Brown comparison, but he's true like he is a gadget player who's also a tremendous wide receiver. If all he ever is at Oklahoma is a wide receiver, if he's just playing in the same role that Hollywood Brown played, which is you just line him out wide and that speed makes him a natural mismatch. He's going to be a tough player for SEC defensive backs to contend with, but where I think he really has the chance to be a special player at the University of Oklahoma is if you can find a variegated way to work him into your offensive plan such that you're giving him the ball on jet sweeps, you're working him out of the backfield, you're bouncing him in and out of the slot. Basically, letting a guy like that create mismatches based on where and how you line him up and where and how you get him the ball in space.
1: Uh, okay, Cherokee Sooner on the Meyer Chevrolet text line, Texas. Psalm 132:13. For the Lord hath chosen Zion; he hath desired it for his habitation. So, I like it. You referenced it earlier.
2: So, the Lord's Habitation is Norman, then. That's what we can safely conclude. Parker,
1: it is written, okay? It is written (laughs) with the two Zions is what it is. 405, guys, look at his highlight film. He's not making the jump ball. They're getting the ball to him in open space behind blockers, and the burners come on, and he is gone. That's correct. Uh, Here's Zion squared. Sugar Shane in Newcastle says, kind of like Deuce Vaughn, someone that is short and really hard to tackle, especially when you can't catch them. I, I wonder if that's a um, very underrated, like, uh, a- a underrated thing about someone who's 5'7 with elite speed. Probably more so as a running back, but it's a little bit harder to see a guy carrying the football at 5'7". Than maybe a six foot two running back that's out there. You're like five foot seven speedster might be a little bit tougher to spot behind blockers than a six foot two running back or so. But well, yeah, I, I, sure. And it's
2: also more difficult to square a guy like that up and tackle him, right? I mean, if Zion Raggins were six foot two as a tackler, that's a bigger target, right? But if you're five seven and slippery the way that Zion Raggins is it's going to be tougher for you to A, get both hands on the guy, but B, you know, if you're going to meet him in the hole or meet him at the point of contact and uh, be able to square him up with the pads, that's not going to be as easy for a tackler if you got a guy who's 5'7", 155. And obviously, like, you'll want to pack some weight on the kid. You'd like to have him in the 170, 175 range probably by the time he's actually taking meaningful snaps at Oklahoma. But... Yeah, there is some beauty and there's some uh there's some value in having a guy like that that is smaller in stature.
1: Captain Willard says, "So is the Lord himself, now recruiter of the month." <laughs> Nice. Uh, okay, real quick, and then we'll get to williams Winery in an update next segment. Uh, 24-7 Sports Director of Scouting, Andrew Ivins, uh, breaks down Raggins. Here's a couple of quotes on the eval. A lightning-fast playmaker with some of the best track times in the 2024 cycle. And then he referenced um, his 10 7 in the 100-meter dash, which happens to be a Georgia state record for a ninth grader Ivan says obviously could turn on the afterburners but isn't exactly the biggest skill player as an in-person evaluation suggests that he's under five foot nine 160 pounds still has averaged 11.3 yards per offensive touch the past two years and has found the end zone 17 different times including once, Via a kickoff return at his best when he gets the ball in space and can find a crease in a defense. However, can get deep on post routes and produce some big gains that way as well. Uh, viewed as a potential gadget player that can help out with special teams. So I think as an OU fan, this is what you like to hear. Uh, open space, very deadly, but can get behind the defense as well with post routes and deep balls. That's uh, that, that, that'll that play. Most likely that'll play. So that's uh, that's good there. All right, Knippe Meyer Chevrolet Text Line, 405 651 3439. Yes, you want a Williams winary update. We'll give you one coming up next. Keep it locked on the ref. We're the home of Sooner fans.
0: This is your home for Sooner fans, the ref sports radio network.
1: Hey, are you. Locked in with McCobbs and Thune, live on The Ref, we are the home of Sooner fans. Ref Army listening nationwide today, celebrating the latest recruitment of four-star wide receiver Zion Raggins. Pensacola, Florida is tuned in today. Bakersfield, California. Albany, New York. Phoenix, Arizona. Fort George Meade, Maryland. Warner Robins, Georgia. Mililani, Hawaii, the uh, hometown of Dylan Gabriel. In our small oklahoma town of the day let's go with minko oklahoma on the k ref at map today and the ref army locator brought to you by KN furniture consignment with locations in okc and in norman on main street much more than furniture consignment KN is a full design center and will beat any local competitors price on fabrics you were at Lee summit earlier today and i i, I kind of randomly thought of this with caden green in last year's class with Williams Winery in this year's class potentially, with Isaiah Mosey coming up in 2025, it, it almost feels like uh, Lee Summit. If it's already not trending that way, Lee Summit is trending to be kind of the the high school maybe more than any other in America that's had the biggest influence on OU. Should make an OU fan feel better about this if they don't already. I. I don't know if
2: there was anything he said that should make OU fans feel better. But, again, like, if you're listening to the right people as you follow this recruitment, you kind of understand where things lie between Nguyenary and Oklahoma, right? You understand that Oklahoma's always kind of had the inside track ever since March when they overtook Missouri. And I, I, I will say this, Tyler... Um and it's, it's something that we've brought up before on this program, but I, I, I want to bring it up again because it's evergreen and it's something that everybody needs to be cognizant of as they track this process down to decision day for Nuaneri. Other programs have come and gone and come and gone, and there's been that constant ebb and flow. Oh, he likes this school. Now he likes this school. Now he really likes this school. But the one constant throughout this whole process has been Oklahoma. And I encourage everybody to pay attention to that.
1: Yep, yep. Georgia's uh, seemingly made a run at one point. Missouri, maybe even uh, Tennessee in that. But as we've talked about for the past couple of weeks now, OU has been the constant. And if he's getting tired of the recruiting process, then I, I, I'm only going to take that as a positive sign, as it sounds like uh, decision day could be two weeks from the day, which sounds a little bit crazy, you know? Because we, we've just we've talked about Williams, Winery, and David Stone more than any other prospects, I think, in the 2024 class. And you've already had some big dominoes fall. You had another one fall today. I think you're going to get another one to fall Friday. But two weeks from the day could potentially be the biggest moment so far of the 2024 class, who's going to be in the top 15 uh, once that decision day rolls around. So that's uh, going to be a big day two weeks from the day when that decision seemingly finally comes down. Which, by the way, in the month of July now, so far, you've had Zion Raggins, four-star wide receiver, Devon Mitchell, four-star tight end, and Jaden Jackson, four-star defensive lineman. So that's what you have so far in the month of July. Okay, um, here, here's a good question uh, from the Myers Chevrolet text line. From the 803, did he acknowledge, talking about Winari, did he acknowledge if he would be coming with Mozi for the party in the Palace?
2: I've been asked not to comment on that oh. situation.
1: So. <laughs> well, if the answer to that is yes, again, I, I think that there are many reasons why you should already feel good about it. If the answer to that is yes, and he's going to be making a trip to Norman just days before he announces on August 1st, I think everyone here is smart enough to know what that's probably going to mean. Uh, right? Good with that? Right? I mean, normally if you're yeah. making a visit somewhere unofficially – a few days before the announcement, that's normally a really good sign. Yeah, no, like it. In
2: advance of that August 1st commitment date, if this timeline holds, knowing what most fans know and understand about the timeline at this point in time, I don't know how you cannot be confident in Oklahoma's chances to close this thing out because. Everything has kind of been working in Oklahoma's favor for a number of months now from the NIL package to the relationships with the coaches to the relationships with peers, the defensive scheme. And so the timeline is just another one of those things. Like, at this point, Tyler, every single arrow points to OU.
1: I mean, yeah. Is there? Like, I know Wilt Fong, and we really trust him and respect him. And his arrow at times were pointing towards Tennessee and maybe even Georgia. But does anyone have a prediction in right now for any other school but OU for Williams-Wenary? I, I, don't, I don't know if there's, there's one out there. Maybe there is, and I just don't realize it. But I, I feel like, like you said, like the arrows right now are pointing towards, um, pointing towards OU. A uh, few more texts and we'll hit a break here. Ohio Sooner says, Warner Robbins is close to Zion Raggins. Wonder if he's listening. If so, what up, Zion? Welcome to the uh, 2024 class. 918 wants to know if Zion Zion Raggins is more comparable to Hollywood Brown or the Presley kid from Oklahoma State.
2: Ooh, that's interesting. Um, I would say more comparable to Hollywood Brown than Braylon Presley But, you know, like there's – I I don't think it's complete – it might sound like a cop-out, but I don't think it's inaccurate to say that Raggins is somewhere in the middle. He's not a future first-round NFL wide receiver like Marquise Brown, but, uh, you know, he's also not Braylon Presley. Because Braylon Presley, like, to be honest, and I I think he's a good player. I think, you know, two-time Gatorade player of the year in the state of Oklahoma, but – Raggins can do more with that skill set than Braylon Presley could or can. And that's kind of the reason why Raggins was was and is much, much higher ranked as a prospect than Braylon Presley ever was.
1: Well, the Knieplmeyer Chevrolet text line, anyone that's ever been considered small And been a playmaker and really fast getting comps right now to Zion Raggins. (laughs) So is Raggins a smaller Percy Harvin? This one says, Deuce Fawn, enough said. 918, other than a ball of muscle, is Z a Tyreek Hill knockoff? So I don't know who else we're missing on the bingo card. From small, fast, athletic football players that college football and the NFL has seen over the past twenty years, have but we hit
2: Darren Sproles we, yet?
1: We have not hit Darren Sproles just yet. Only Deuce Vaughn, but I, I feel like we're going to we're going to hit all of them. by the time uh, the show ends at three p.m. I have confidence that that's going to happen. 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Hey, still a lot to get to. And next segment, we'll focus a little bit more on in-state kids in 2024. There's a new future cast out for an in-state offensive lineman. And Danny Okoye, one of the best players in the state so far in 2024, he had a very interesting tweet about an hour ago that could prove to be um, – I don't know, it could prove to be a good sign for OU. We'll hit that and a whole lot more coming up next. Keep it locked on The Ref.
0: Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. Yo, that's crazy. From Norman to Lawton. Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond.
1: That's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away,
0: never miss a second with a KREF app.
1: And it's for anywhere and anytime at all. Search
0: KREF in the App Store on your favorite device. All the sooner coverage you want, when you need it, with the KREF app. The REF Sports Radio Network.
3: Entrepreneurs and More Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, More Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman's Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000 or visit us online at mntc.edu.
1: Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just 10 minutes east of Owen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000 or online at nced-hotel.com.
3: Terima
4: Do you have a burning desire to drive excellence? Well, the way to perfect excellence is a new 2023 Buick from Dorsey Jones in El Reno. The all-new 2023 Buick Envisions. Take up to $5,500 off the MSRP. Wouldn't that be a perfect way to start the day? Driving away in your favorite Buick. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC. I-40 and Highway 81. Exit 125 in El Reno. Or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Experience the new Buick. See dealer for details. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. The Parkinson's Foundation knows that the disease doesn't just affect the
0: diagnosed. It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. If you have questions, the Parkinson's Foundation has answers. We
4: can help you understand the disease. And give you tips for living a better life. Find your answers at Parkinson.org or call 1-800-473-4636. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better lives together.
1: Hey, wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type two diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Locked in with McComas and Thune, live with the ref. We are the home of Sooner fans. Four-star wide receiver Zion Raggins out of Gray, Georgia, commits to OU about an hour and a half ago, 5'7", 153 pounds. Yeah, he fast, and it's the fifth wide receiver commit so far for OU in the 2024 class. Meyer Chevrolet has a uh, text line, has a sense of humor as always. Cherokee Sooner says Deion Sanders Jr. for the comp. Six two o says Rocket Ishmael. Uh, here's a West <laughs> Welker that's on here. A Tyreek Hill. A Quentin Griffin. A Tavon Austin. A D.D. Westbrook. A Young Joe Washington. I, I, I think we've hit all the uh, all the fun comps by now. Thank you guys. <laughs> I appreciate you sending all those in. That's uh, that's good. Uh, we we joked yesterday about Josh Iasosa. The uh, in-state offensive lineman from Edmund Santa Fe. And he announced over the weekend that August 14th is his decision day. And the graphic that he released, well, OU just stood out amongst the rest of the logos that was on the edit. And I made the joke of, well, I mean, if you're just going off this, OU looks like the easy choice here. You saw him yesterday, and then you pretty much immediately put in a future cast for OU to land Iasosa. So.
2: Yeah, that one feels pretty secure right now if you're an Oklahoma fan. and Look, B.J. Brooks out of California, the four-star interior offensive lineman, uh, all indications are that he's on track to commit to Oklahoma as well. And So if you get Josh Iasosa on – the fourteenth of August and you get BJ Brooks at some point. Man, at that point it's really all about Grant Bricks because you got Isaiah Autry committed and I think there are a ton of parallels between last year's offensive line class and this year's offensive line class if you're able to close with Brooks, Bricks and Iasosa. By the way, you got if you get Autry, Iasosa, Brooks and Bricks, you got two A's and two B's. That might be higher on the alphabetical eee. chain than any offensive line class in the history this of Oklahoma is after football. After
1: having two Zions in the class, this will be very unique. You know, maybe the most unique top five class. I don't know. Let's let's hope it gets to a uh, to a top five class. Uh, by the way, new uh, new rankings after the Raggins commitment today: uh, number twenty two class on twenty four seven, number twenty four class on Rivals, and the number fifteen class on on three. But uh, they get. Um, they get a five-star running back, number one running back on Friday, Taylor Tatum. Those rankings obviously are going to uh, look even better. So right before I came on the air with you, a little after one thirty, Danny Okoye, one of the best players in the state for twenty twenty-four, tweets out: "Last two oh. visits before the season, Alabama and OU." And what was she? What? What? Uh, what should we make of this?
2: I mean, what you should make of it is that Danny Okoye has a ton of interest in Oklahoma. And I've I've said it before. I think Oklahoma has the edge right now in that recruitment. I'll be curious to see how that Alabama visit goes and how hard Alabama presses for that kid because uh, whether or not the Alabama offer is committable is, I think, I wonder if they're going to have him camp. I know they do that a lot of times for players that they haven't seen with their own eyes yet. But Alabama and OU, like if those really are the last two visits on tap for Danny Okoye before the season gets started, I mean, it's good company you're keeping for Oklahoma. And, I mean, heck, you didn't even expect to be in the race for Danny Okoye at this point two months ago. So... Uh, nothing but good signs there in that recruitment right now.
1: There would be um, a lot of favorites in this year's class if you finish the way that I, – I think even like the crystal balls in the future cast are pointing right now. And when Arian Stone would definitely be among the favorites because of how good they are in the position they play. But once people, like, if they don't know about Danny Okoye and what he said in the Ref studios a couple of months ago, <laughs> when they find that out, Danny Okoye will absolutely be or would be one of the favorite prospects in this class because what he told us two months ago in the KREF studios was, you know what, you know, last season things weren't going well for OU, it's... Uh, kind of, he, he was kind of turned off a little bit by that, and then essentially, it sounds like he went and did his own research on OU as a program, on this staff and what they've accomplished, and he asked to come up for a visit, and that really swung things back in OU's favor uh, with this recruitment. So I, I, basically, he, he'll be he would be one of the favorites because he's a kid Parker that went out on his own and in his own words, spent s- multiple weeks. Researching OU as a program and this coaching staff, and that was enough for him to say, Yeah, I got to give them another chance. It's a pretty big time. I think that's easy to root for for a lot of fans around here. Well,
2: and it screams maturity, doesn't it? To acknowledge, hey, I wasn't really interested in Oklahoma, and that was due to my perceptions and uh, kind of the way that I saw. I didn't really see Oklahoma for anything more than the product that they were on the football field, but then I decided, you know what, I need to dig into this. Like, that's just, and, and you get that sense in talking to Akoya. I imagine anybody that listened that day when uh, he was in the Kref studios for that extended interview came away with the same impression, which is just that this is a very mature kid who, uh, regardless of where he ends up, he's gone about his business the right way, and he's being intentional about uh, stewarding this process as best he can.
1: And he's a massive human being as well. Uh, once you see him in person, you say, uh, yeah, I haven't seen any film, but I feel like he's a really good football player and super athletic, super strong. Like he He's just a kid that you look at, it's like he's already got it all put together physically. He's hes going to be okay. So, Danny Okoye is, in my opinion, some someone that you absolutely want in this class. Realtor Chris on the Kniepflin-Meyer Chevrolet text line. Here's a headline for you on OU Insider. This class could have everything from A to Z. That's a, that's a nice headline there, Realtor Chris.
2: Ah, yes. IASOSA I to Zion.
1: Yep, you could have it all. Could have it all with this class. Willie Mays Hayes, a comp for Zion Raggins. Spud Webb says Jim in Arlington. Usain Bolt says Big Rich in OKC. Uh, here's an interesting one from the 405 is this an Anthony Evans-ish gets from last year? Meaning, what? I, I guess,
2: to answer the question from a strictly football sense, yes, in Zion Raggins, you kind of get what you thought you were getting in Anthony Evans, which is speed, speed, and more speed, kind of an undersized wide receiver who's going to be slippery and tough to tackle in the open field. So, uh, yeah. I mean, if you think about it in those terms – it's kind of, it almost feels vindictive by Brent Venables and his staff. They lose Anthony Evans to Georgia, and they're just like, screw it, we'll come to your own backyard and take one from you.
1: Where did all this panic about Caden Durham come from? Did people see the uh, LSU flip-flops that he had on recently and take that as a huge <laughs> sign that he is what's uh, funny also is, LSU bound?
2: What's funny is they're going to look at the LSU flip-flops but not going to notice that he literally has 405 tattooed down his right shin.
1: I mean, I'm just open your eyes a little wider, people. Is that where it's coming from? Because I've seen the text line today, like, what's going on? What did LSU do to get back in the lead with Caden Durham? I don't, I don't think LSU, I don't think LSU does have the lead for Caden Durham. I, I I read a uh, Rivals Factor Fiction yesterday, Parker, and I the the question was basically, is LSU should they still be considered a contender? For Caden Durham, maybe it didn't say exactly that, but ca- that's kind of what it was leading on. And granted, both riders said yes, LSU should still be considered a a contender here. But if LSU is like overwhelmingly taking the lead, you don't get that question on a rivals factor fiction. Like OU o- o- is still, OU is still very much in this thing. They're 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 in a good spot with Caden Durham.
2: Again, he's got the four oh five tattoo. He wears number twenty nine for Demarco Murray. He's been to Oklahoma umpteen times at this point. He grew up living in Moore. I'm sorry. I like until or unless it becomes very blatantly apparent that Caden Durham is going to be an LSU Tiger, I'm going to operate under the assumption that he ends up in Oklahoma's class.
1: Well, and he's uh, been selected to the Polynesian Bowl. So uh, congratulations to Caden Durham for that. A uh, guy that promised Air Jordans to Tyler and Parker, as Sammy Brown doesn't sign with Clemson or Georgia, says it's because the football brainiacs have LSU trending 70-30 for Caden Durham.
2: Ah, yes, hmm. those folks.
1: Well, maybe that's maybe that's the the problem. <laughs> that's that's where you're. Uh, I, I don't know. What whatever whatever. Uh, Caden Durham, fine. It's it's okay, guys. It's all good. Four zero five six five one. Thirty-four, thirty-nine is the Meyer Chevrolet text line. We'll get to uh, a lot more of your text, a lot more OU. Cruton, coming up next. Keep it locked on the Ref. The
0: word is spreading, and the Ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app.
3: We interrupt this call to bring you a special message. The The Big Big New Yorker Yorker is back. back. Say hello to six extra-large slices,
2: big enough to hold more cheese on a crispy, fluffy crust that you've got to fold just to eat. I mean, you don't have to fold it, just a suggestion. Pizza Hut is the preferred pizza of the Oklahoma Sooners. Order online now
3: at pizzahut.com, and remember, no one out pizzas the Hut.
1: You're simply
2: The Showplace Theater is back at Riverwind. And with some of the best acts around. Like Collective Soul, July 21st.
4: Josh Turner, July 28th. Counting Crows, August 25th. Foreigner, October 6th.
1: Super sizing! Rodney Carrington, October 27th. And Aaron Lewis,
2: November 9th. It's easy to see why Riverwind is the best casino experience.
4: Are you an OEC member contemplating the addition of solar panels to your home or business? Before you make the purchase, contact Oklahoma Electric Cooperative Solar Experts. We will be able to tell you exactly how many panels your home needs and how the addition of solar panels truly affects your electric bill. OEC does not partner with solar companies and asks that you report any company that claims otherwise. To learn more, give us a call at 405-321-2024 or visit us at www.okcoop.org renewables.
1: Does your disability make it harder to find a job?
4: Yes, absolutely.
0: DRS can help. DRS is Oklahoma Department of Rehabilitation Services.
1: DRS empowers job seekers with disabilities.
0: Who really
1: want to work. So employers like us really want to hire them. Now we're taxpayers. Contact DRS. DRS can help.
4: Contact DRS. 800-487-4042 or okdrs.gov. Whether you live in or visit Norman, the Norman Economic Development Coalition wants you to think local. Eat, shop, stay, and play in Norman this summer. Looking for some place to eat and watch the game? Bad Daddy's Burger Bar is the place for chef-inspired burgers, giant shop salads, and famous margaritas. Shop at Cayman's on Main Street. One-stop shopping for men's and women's clothing and accessories, designer jewelry, cosmetics, and home decor featuring Peter Millar, Johnny O, Rag and Bone, John Hardy, and much more at Cayman's. Looking for fun for the entire family? Westwood Tennis Golf and Water Park is the place to be. So soak up the sun at Westwood this summer. When you shop local, you are supporting businesses that donate more to charities than non-local owners. Shop local to build relationships, receive better customer experience, and get personal service. Eat, shop, play, and stay in Norman this summer.
3: The spring and summer months are a great time for you and your family to spend quality time together. And right now is the perfect time to join the Trails Golf Club. The Trails Golf Club in Norman offers an 18-hole championship golf course, a swimming pool, numerous fun family events throughout the year, a fully stocked pro shop, and dining at the grill in the clubhouse. There has never been a better time for you to come discover the Trails. Call Zane today and learn more at 364-3790 or visit trailsgolf.com.
4: Diane from Michigan, a
1: disabled senior citizen trying to get by. Henry from Florida, a veteran fighting to make ends meet. Elena from Arizona, a mother struggling to feed her daughter. Hi, I'm Connie Britton, and I support Feeding America
4: because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year, like Diane, Henry, and Elena. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Feeding America, 200 food banks strong.
3: At Lander Chevy Norman, we're feeling good. How good? Jumping into summer savings good. And the hottest selection in town good. Right now, take up to $8,250 off the new half-ton Silverado or up to $6,500 off and financing as low as 1.9%. Also, shop our large pre-owned selection backed by the Lander's Advantage. So feel good all summer long and shop Lander's Chevrolet of Norman and LanderChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads.
0: Must it with GM Financial. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba, please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat.
1: Sounds good, honey.
0: Check today at NHTSA.gov the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council.
1: Final segment locked in with McComas and Thune live on The Ref for the home of Sooner fans. Bob Stoops joins us next hour at 3.20 on The Rush. And yeah, Zion Raggins from the state of Georgia now makes it 20 states represented uh, from players that have either signed or are currently committed in the 2024 class since Brent Venables got here 19 months ago. So,
2: okay. Uh, uh, uh,
1: they'll, they'll go anywhere to get a player, is what it sounds like.
2: Quick trivia question, Tyler. Last OU signee from the state of Georgia was
1: uh, Trey Sermon.
2: Close. Oh, was it, Sermon. was it was Hazelwood? It was Jaden Hazelwood. Yeah, okay. There you go. Yeah.
1: Five years? Well, I uh, I think I speak for most people saying I'd like to be or have more of a presence in the state of Georgia. <laughs> and by God, I think that they just might. They just might. Just- yeah, it's
2: going to get easier to recruit the Southeast going forward, having that SEC label on your, on your jersey. And that was one thing I actually talked to Zion Raggins about yesterday uh, when I was getting everything ready for uh, his commitment. He said, obviously, you know, getting the chance to play in the SEC at a place like Oklahoma is big because – Yeah, you know, you get to wear a prestigious uniform like that of the University of Oklahoma, but playing in the SEC means he'll also get to play against a lot of the guys that he grew up playing with. So you get to maintain some of that familiarity, get to make trips out to or close to his home territory several times a year. So especially for a kid like that, man. The SEC angle is not insignificant in this decision.
1: From the 405, thanks for the last hour, guys, but I have to flex and head over to Waikiki Beach for the day. Wow. Uh, that's where you're hanging out today? Um, out there in Hawaii? Well, well, thanks. Appreciate that. Thanks for spending the day with us. Jim in Arlington says, where is Hazelwood now? Is he still at Arkansas? Was last year his last year of eligibility? It I wasn't the- his
2: last year of eligibility, I don't think. I think he could have had one more if he wanted it, but he tried to – or I guess he decided that he was going to make the jump to the NFL, and it didn't really – well, he he didn't get drafted. Let's just put it that way. I guess we can't say it didn't pan out yet, but he didn't get drafted. I believe he has a camp invite with the Eagles, if I'm not mistaken.
1: 817 says, I know it's late. But the only legit comp for Zion Raggins is Mo Dampier. And that is just fantastic from the 817 from the state of Texas. Very nice. If you get it, you get it. If you know who Mo Dampier is, look it up, kids, who Mo Dampier is. Uh, from the 580, who's going to look faster on the field, Zion Raggins or Gavin Freeman? Both undersized with uh, crazy speed. I'm say, I would say here. Yeah, I would say
2: Raggins over Freeman. But again, one of the things that I, I mentioned last hour is track speed doesn't, doesn't necessarily equate to football speed. Fortunately, Zion Raggins is one of those guys who is both track fast and football fast.
1: Glenn from Nashville. Gentlemen, the names are flying fast and furious, and I have not had time to research the numbers yet. Can you give us a quick rundown of how many commits we currently have and roughly the number of players that we still have a legitimate shot at getting commits from. We well, got 14 commits right now, right? And in terms of how many players that you still have a legitimate shot at, I mean, that number is probably greater than 14. Just kind of like just trying to go offhand here and think. I mean, defensive linemen, what are there, just like six, seven defensive linemen by themselves that you still have on your board? There's a decent number.
2: Yeah, I believe there are six still uncommitted. Uh, Okoye, Omosolu, Nigel Smith, and then, of course, Stone, Nguyenary, McKinley. So, I mean, there's still a lot out in front of Oklahoma in this 2024 recruiting class. Yeah, it's a pretty good haul so far, and yeah, things have really heated up in the months of June and July, but your best days, you would hope, are still ahead of you if you're an Oklahoma football fan and you're paying attention to this team's recruiting efforts because – the three i would say the three most valuable players on your board overall are all defensive linemen in Stone Neri, and McKinley because of how strong you have to be on the defensive trenches in order to compete in the SEC and all three of those guys are still for the moment uncommitted
1: it's gotten to that point of the day on the meyer Chevrolet tech line which i don't hate um, who's faster, Zion or all the streakers from yesterday, asked Cherokee Sooner. 860 says, who is faster, Zion Raggins or the wind? I'm led to believe Zion Raggins, th- the wind has never set a speed record in the state of Georgia, has it? Not to my knowledge, but Zion Raggins has as a, uh, as a freshman out there in the state of Georgia in the 100 meters. Oklahoma is more like if there's
2: a state that's known for wind, it's the state of Oklahoma. So we'll have to see when Zion Raggins gets here if he is indeed faster than the wind.
1: Yeah, that'll yeah. be
2: the true litmus test.
1: Uh, anything else to uh, note before you get out of here from uh, Lee Summit? Because it's not just Williams Winery. There's Mozi, who's going to be a big part of the 25 class, or or at least highly sought after. Any uh, any other potential nuggets from those uh, several other prospects up there at Lee Summit?
2: I'll, I'll just say this much. Uh, on the other prospects, at least Summit, yeah, I like where Oklahoma stands with mozi and like where they stand for Kamari Moore. That's no secret. I've had future casts in for both of those guys for quite some time. Heck, my prediction for Isaiah mozi goes all the way back to May of 2022. So uh, I I feel strongly that Oklahoma gets both of those guys in addition to Nwaneri. and I will add this. I believe that by the end of August – Oklahoma has no less than five commits in the 2025 class.
1: Mm. I think they're currently, uh, they're ranked as a top 10 class for 2025 right now, <laughs> I think, right? Sperry and Grayson Harris, that's yeah. all it is. Yeah, so maybe three more additions to the 2025 class. It, it's um it, it's going to be a little bit quicker of a start, faster of a start than maybe the last two cycles. A little bit, you yeah. Know? So, will the panic? factors still be in there in March and April next year on this text line? Probably so, but the summer months moving forward, I think are going to continue to be uh, big months for OU football recruiting. All right, that'll do it for locked in. The rush coming up next, and again, Bob Stoops coming up at 320. Keep it locked right here on the Homeless Sooter Fans.